You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hey everyone, this is Connie and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. It has been a little while between episodes, so it's really nice to be back here on the show with you for another conversation. And so here we are at the midpoint of 2020. And wow, what a year this is shaping up to be. I don't think anyone could have scripted this or predicted what was to come. This is a year that has been filled with the unexpected and has also required a lot of surrender and trust from us as we have been learning how to flow with what life is presenting us and adapt to ever-changing circumstances. If you're someone who is sensitive to energy, you've most likely felt at different points quite a heavy energy rising in 2020 and you might be finding that there's a lot to navigate within yourself and around you. It is natural and normal that you may be needing to take a lot of space for yourself right now or through this year in order to work through all that is rising within you and process the intensity of what's unfolding around you. I am definitely needing this for myself and in fact I took a big step back over the past month to just really hold space for me to go into a bit of a cocoon and really focus on my own inner healing work. I know it's pretty easy to feel that perhaps this year has not been good to us, that things have gone wrong and not gone according to our plan, but my hope is that you're beginning to discover that's not in fact the case. This is shaping up to be a profound year of transformation for us individually and for us collectively and for the planet. It is becoming clear that nothing will ever be the same. Nothing will ever be like it was previously, and it's not meant to be. We are on a ride of radical change, and we have no choice but just to strap on our seatbelts and make the best of it. While 2020 may feel like it's filled with chaos and darkness and challenge, it's actually a very light year energetically. And because it is such a light and actually high vibration year, all of that which is not in alignment with that frequency is being activated illuminated and brought to the surface. You may be seeing this happen within you and it's most definitely happening around us collectively. It seems that the things that were either unfolding beneath the surface, being hidden and suppressed, things that were lingering unresolved or were not being healed and faced have come right up to the forefront. As a result, we're in a profound time of personal and collective healing. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Whether we like it or not, we are being invited this year to embark on a journey of deep healing. This may not be what we signed up for or wanted, but this is what we're being asked to do. Many of us may have thought that 2020 was a year of new beginnings, the start of a new decade. But what I've recently been learning is that this is in fact a completion year. Now, I know that it might feel like we've been in this phase of completion for a while now. I would say that I've been feeling it for about two to three years, but several astrologers and people that I've been following have recently shared that the new decade that we were all expecting to begin in 2020 is actually beginning in 2021, and that 2020 is the end of the previous decade. I did a bit of Googling and research about this and there's mixed kind of opinions on it. But what I want you to do is just feel into it intuitively for you. 
Has this year felt like it has held a stronger energy of completion or new beginnings for you so far? I'm personally feeling aspects of both, but particularly this first six months has felt strongly about completion as well as preparation for new beginnings. But it's almost like the new hasn't really come in at the level to which I was expecting. And many of the events that I had planned for this year to help create new beginnings haven't been able to unfold because of all the events that have, that have gone on in the world. And so when I share these things with you that I'm picking up energetically or that other people are saying, I always want you to pass it through the filter of your own intuition to make sure that it really lands and resonates with you. And so let me also ask you this, has the theme of healing been flowing through your life in some shape or form over the past six months, especially over the last two to three months? Now, I know when we talk about healing or being on a healing journey, it can feel kind of heavy, but here's what we need to remember. The healing that we are doing now is no way a step backwards. What is rising in you right now does not mean uh, that you are going back in any kind of way. This is all unfolding to help propel us forward. It is all unfolding to help set us free. Each of us in our hearts and our souls are ready for more. Many of us have asked for more. Many of us felt that when we came into 2020, it was like our dreams and our visions expanded. We said, yup, these things I've been wanting for so long, this is the year I'm going to make it happen. And life hurt us on that. Our desires have not been ignored or fallen on deaf ears. All that's happening now is that we are in a clearing and a shedding and a releasing to let go of all that up until now has been blocking us having what we want. You are worthy and deserving of having all that you desire. And in fact, it's bigger than that. You're destined for all that you desire. And we are all undergoing a transformation right now to become the person who is ready to receive that. Our external results are a reflection of us, of who we are being, how we are thinking and what we believe, how we feel. So if we want to create a big external change, we must first undergo a big inner change. And that's what this year is about. It is a year of transformation. The type of healing that we are doing now is deep. We are being asked to get to the root cause and no longer skim the surface. We are being asked to look within ourselves and heal right down at the level where this pattern, belief or emotion or limitation was first programmed in so that we can be free of it for good. If I was to use a gardening analogy, imagine you took a plant or a flower and you want to change it in some way. And so all you did was kind of just trim the way that it looked. You trim the leaves, you trim the flowers, and you just change that surface appearance of it. It may make it look like it's different. It may make it look like things have changed. But deep down at the root of the plant, which in our case is deep down in our unconscious mind, nothing has changed. If you truly want to change what is blossoming in your garden or manifesting in your life, you need to get right down to the root, pull out the plant and plant in something new. We are in a place where we're being invited in deeper to face what we have been avoiding, skimming the surface of and trying to push to the side. You know, so often life tries to get our attention by whispering in our ear and then it taps us on the shoulder and then what do you know, it hits you over the head. 
This is the time to look at those things that we've been pushing to the side for too long. Now, this is big work. I'm not underestimating that, but it's all happening this year because we're ready for it. We're ready to be free. And I want to offer you some things in this episode today that will help you with your healing journey. And so first of all, how do we know that there's something that you need to heal? Sometimes we're not even aware of it. Well, this year for many of us, it's starting to become really clear and obvious. This might have started playing out for you in certain relationships and certain places where you've been getting triggered. The triggers that are going on and making it undeniably clear to us what is unresolved within us and what needs to change. And by a trigger, I mean where there's a big emotion, a big reaction or a wound that gets activated in you and rises up based on something that someone else has said or done. When we get triggered, it's super easy to blame the trigger and get angry or upset at the thing that's caused us to feel this way. But when we do that, we miss the opportunity to heal. And what I want you to see is that what is getting triggered in you right now, what is rising up, be it an emotion, a reaction, an inner story, it already existed within you. That person or situation did not create it or make you feel that way. They simply activated something within you that was already there. Your body wants to detox. It does not want to hold on to this unresolved stuff. This stuff, this unprocessed emotion or these old pains and wounds or these limiting beliefs, they consume space. They consume energy. They keep you trapped in the past and not living in your power. So it's as though you are now energetically calling in and manifesting a person and situation to play a particular role in your life to help activate the unresolved thing within you so that you can have it rise up out of the unconscious where it's buried and hidden. You can have it come up into your conscious mind so you can become aware of it and then you can resolve it and set yourself free. But when we get stuck in the drama or the story or blaming the person around what's happened, then we're just trapped in the surface emotion and we can't fully heal. So I've been navigating this personally in so many ways now that my boyfriend and I are living together. Over the past few months, there have literally been daily triggers unfolding. And when this first started happening, all of my blame was on him. I was angry, I was critical, and I was adamant that he was the problem and that he was doing things wrong and I was right. But as I dug deeper, I began to see that it was not him at all. In fact, what was rising was deep, unresolved emotion and pain and patterning that was simply getting triggered by him. It was unresolved anger from my relationship with my dad. It was deep feelings of being unsafe. It was fears around losing my power in a relationship the way that I saw my mum did, as well as my inability to really hold my feminine power in a relationship around a man. There were also fears around being controlled and dominated by a man, along with unresolved patterns of codependency not feeling that I could speak my truth and put in boundaries, express what I wanted and needed, and not knowing how to feel safe in my radiant feminine light around the masculine. 
All of this unresolved stuff that I was not even aware of came up in me when we moved in together, when we were in this very close container where there was constant triggers going on. And initially, you know, I was blaming him for making me feel this way. But as I processed it further, I really just began to see he was just playing the exact role he needed to play to bring all of this stuff up to the surface for me so I could heal it. So that's one way to know there's something that you need to heal, the triggers, when you get really triggered. And you'll often notice with a trigger, it's not just like a small little emotion. You will have a really strong emotional reaction, almost like you're overreacting or almost like that emotion is so intense, you're not even in charge of yourself anymore. You can't control it. There is an unconscious pattern or wound or part of you literally overtaking you in that moment. I sometimes even experience it as though I feel like I default to being a child and that's my wounded inner child overtaking me in that moment. Another way to know if there's something that you need to heal or look at is if you're looping in some area in your life. So you're looping around the same patterns, unable to resolve them. You are keep manifesting the same results at the same level. You can't seem to break through to the next level in some way. You keep manifesting the same situation. So the same amount of money, the same type of romantic partners, the same level of progression in your career, the same health issues. So maybe take a moment even to reflect on where that's happening for you. This is definitely something I've been exploring in my business and and my finances over the past couple of months and just really looking at the places where I haven't been able to break through to my next level and why that is. Another way to identify where some healing needs to happen is to see those places where you've really tried to change something consciously. You've tried to fix it. You've tried to solve it. You've tried to do everything and you just can't seem to make the change. Another thing I've been looking at in myself uh, with this is my relationship to coffee. I have consciously for a really long time wanted to give up coffee, but I can't seem to let it go. And as I've looked at it further, I'm starting to see there's a deeper patterning there around it. There's a reason for my addiction that I'm starting to see is linked to a feeling of control. So when you start to dig down deeper, you'll understand why it is that you can't create the change that you want or why you can't let something go. Another thing you might like to do if you just want to uncover any healing that you want to focus on or any healing that might need to happen is just to ask yourself, Ask your body, ask your intuition. And this is something I've been sitting down to do at the midpoint of this year. Maybe look at each area of your life, relationships, health, career, money, your body, your home, whatever it is, and ask yourself, do I feel that there's any healing that needs to happen in this area of my life? Just pose that question and listen. If so, what might that be? What might need to be healed here? What might need resolution? Where do I feel that something is unconsciously holding me back or blocking me? What might it be? Just listen and trust yourself. These might be questions that you meditate on, you journal out and you just sit with and just trust your body and what it brings up. 
All right, so how do we now embark on a healing journey and why is this so important? I mean, I've already touched on this, but I have been finding as I've been having the courage to do my healing work, and I've been doing this work on and off since I was about 18 years old, but you know, we're always coming back around to it deeper and deeper and facing new levels. But with every time that I've done this work and I've uncovered something and released it, I have reclaimed so much power. Now, this stuff that is unresolved, I promise you, is keeping you stuck. It is keeping you miserable. It is keeping you small. And it is withholding from you the very things that you want and deserve. So as hard as this can be, I really want to encourage you to lean in and make the most of this opportunity right now to do this work. So I want to give you some starting points now to help you in your journey of self-healing. But let me just begin by saying that this is not a journey that you have to walk alone, nor is it something that's always wise to do alone. I've done a lot of healing work and self-healing over the years, a lot of inner work on myself, but I've also drawn on a lot of practitioners, reached out for help many times and had people guide me and hold space for me along the way, particularly with really big, deep core issues. So the questions and prompts I'm going to give you today are points for self-reflection and they're beginning points with your inner work. But if at any point you feel like what you're uncovering just feels too big or too challenging or too painful to navigate alone, please don't push yourself. Reach out for support. Sometimes when we ask these questions, we open up things we weren't aware of, old memories, old emotions or past experiences. And again, if these feel too big to handle alone, please reach out for support. A couple more things I just want to mention as well is that healing does not mean you're broken. It does not imply that there's anything wrong with you. And sometimes we begin to play that story when we witness all of these things within ourselves that need our healing attention. But rather, can you reframe this as just a part of your expansion? a part of your rising into more of the fullness of who you're here to be. Healing is just about letting go of what you're ready to release so it can be transmuted and you can rise into more of your potential. Healing is also a very natural part of the human experience. It is just part of the human experience that as we grow up, we pick up layers of programming, layers of beliefs, layers of patterning, layers of emotion. And if in those moments that we picked them up, particularly when we were young, we were unable to completely resolve or process it in that moment, it will often stay stuck and trapped within us. And it's not until we embark on some type of awakening or self-development or consciousness journey that we begin to unravel these layers of programming that no longer serve us. When things are unresolved within us, they consume huge amounts of energy Holding it down and even hiding it from yourself takes up a lot of energy and it will lead you to continuously manifest things that you don't want. But healing creates this beautiful softening and opening within us. It creates an integration and a union between all parts of ourself. It allows us to feel more safe and trusting within our own bodies and with life. It unravels all that you are not to unveil who you truly are. When we're doing self-healing work and inner work, it always begins with awareness. It always begins with us illuminating things in our unconscious that were once hidden so that we can see them and feel them and face them and resolve them. So I'm going to be offering you now some things to help you reflect 
on that and to help you with this process. So let's take a deep breath and let's dive into some of these questions. First of all, we want to start with awareness. So what is the symptom? What's playing out on a surface level? What's manifesting externally that's showing you that some type of healing needs to happen here? And I'm going to use an example, which is something very, very big that I've been working on healing over the past couple of months. So I have had this pattern of sleep anxiety and insomnia that has been playing out on and off for me for about eight years, honestly, since I started my business. I've never really done the deep healing work on this. I had found a lot of ways to avoid dealing with this issue, including at times not getting into relationships because uh, it's often more difficult for me to sleep in a bed with someone else, taking sleeping tablets, just a whole, you know, not going to stay uh, in unfamiliar environments, a whole heap of ways that I avoided dealing with it. So that's what I would look at. I'd look at, okay, here's the problem I'm having. Previously for me, uh, before I got into this relationship, one of my other issues that was manifesting was attracting the wrong type of partners, attracting the wrong type of men. You might be, it's this ongoing body issue that you have or issue with food. It might be that you constantly feel like you don't have enough money. <laughs> um, what is the thing that feels like there's a, there's a problem there and you want to get to the root cause of what's causing this? You will, yeah, you'll be able to identify pretty clearly it's just simply something that isn't what you want or it isn't feeling good. Then I want you to ask yourself, I want you to look into your inner world and explore everything that's going on inside of you around this. What are your inner stories about this area? What are your beliefs? What are your thoughts? What's your self-talk? What are the feelings you typically feel? So with my sleep, what I realized is that I don't have a very positive story about sleep. I have a story that it's very difficult for me to sleep in unfamiliar environments with different people in my bed. Once I wake up in the middle of the night, it's very hard for me to fall back asleep. I, I actually have some emotions of anxiety around sleep, um, feelings of control. There's actually a whole lot of kind of negative emotion there and negative stories. So you just want to unpack that. Another example, like before my current relationship, I used to have stories around men that were really unsupportive, like men can't be trusted. It's hard to meet a good man. I'm not enough for a man to make a commitment to me. I'm not worthy of love. I had some of those stories going on. Or with your body, it might be like my body is my enemy. I never feel good in my body, no matter how much I try to eat well, my body never changes. Just notice what are the beliefs the stories, the emotions that are all tied in around that particular topic. Once you start to notice this, please don't be hard on yourself and blame yourself and judge yourself because that can happen. We just want to use this as clues to understand more deeply what's going on. If this is a pattern that runs, now not all of these are, but let's say it's a pattern like for me, not sleeping or it's emotional eating or it's you make a lot of money and then you spend it all, <laughs> whatever it is. I want you to unpack that pattern a little bit for you because this is a pattern that you've installed. This is a strategy you run. And all our strategies meet a certain need. So that's the other really interesting thing. Even if this is something, a pattern of behavior that we don't want, on some level, it meets some type of need for us. Maybe it keeps us safe. 
Maybe it allows us to avoid intimacy. Maybe it allows us to stay alone. Maybe it allows us to protect ourselves in some way. There's always some hidden benefit to every pattern that we run and every behavior that we have in our life. But you might want to explore this a little bit if this is a pattern that you run. Like, how do you do this pattern? What triggers this pattern to start? How do you know it's time to do this pattern? What goes off inside of you? And we unpacked, me and my boyfriend have done a lot of work on this together. We unpacked my sleeping pattern and really looked at the things that trigger that pattern to start, what I tell myself, uh, what emotions go off in my body, then what other things I tell myself. And there's this whole sequence of events of how that pattern unfolds in my body. And what you need to understand is, say for someone like my partner who has no issues sleeping, he doesn't run that pattern. All those things that fire off in me don't fire off in him. Just like if if someone has an issue with emotional eating, but I don't, you run a certain pattern of thoughts and self-talk and feelings around food that I don't run. Now, this is just really interesting to look at because, again, it brings in more awareness around how we do what we do. You're not a victim to this. Something fires off inside of you that actually creates this pattern. Now you want to dig a little bit deeper and look at the emotions around it. So what emotions are tied into this? So if it's, if it's an event, if it's a, a pattern of, of behavior that goes off, what emotions are linked around that? for you what emotions are present as that pattern unfolds or if it's a situation where you feel stuck around say money or relationships your career what emotions are present there start by identifying the emotions and then keep asking and what else and what else and what else unpack it layer by layer by layer if you like even close your eyes and really feel into your body in this and notice where in your body you hold the emotion of this pattern As I was unpacking this around sleep, there's a lot of layers of emotion around that. There there was, first of all, anger and frustration. But as we dug down deeper into it, we landed onto some sadness and feelings of powerlessness. And then as we dug down deeper, ultimately, it came down to a feeling of being unsafe. Now, once you can start to get down to the core emotion in there, once again, you're getting a lot more clues on what's causing this for you. Now, when do you first remember feeling that emotion? When do you first remember feeling that emotion? Now, this might be tricky to kind of have the the memory or to go back in time. You want to see if you can find the first time. You might have had a lot of events throughout your life where you felt that. Can you remember the first time? And when I was doing this, I was taken back to being a kid who was only four years old. And I remember I would lie in bed at night, terrified that someone was going to break into our house. And I remember I would lie in bed hyper alert, hyper vigilant, aware of every single sound, not allowing myself to relax. And I'd forgotten a lot about uh, those emotions until I began to unpack the deeper reasoning behind this issue for me. So you want to go back to, you know, when do you first remember feeling not good enough or afraid or angry or sad or abandoned, whatever the emotion is that's there for you. As you do that, are there any memories that arise? Sometimes you'll have things bubble up that you're not even aware of because those memories are linked to those emotions. Now, when you identify that, if you can identify a memory 
what I want you to do is reconnect with that and ask yourself, when you see the events that were unfolding there, what did you make them mean? What did you make this mean about you? Because you created some type of meaning. For example, for me, I made a meaning back then when I was a kid. It's not safe to sleep. I need to stay alert and in control to make sure nothing bad happens. Or when I've unpacked other things, I had another story saying it's only safe to be alone. I'm only safe if I'm alone. It's not safe to trust other people. Or I also had a story, there's no one who can help me, so I just need to deal with this alone. You might have had a story of like, if I'm too emotional, I'm going to get in trouble or I'm going to get yelled at. Or if I shine too bright, then people won't love me. Or men don't stay in my life because I'm not good enough. You want to look at what was the story you began to create in that moment where you were feeling all that emotion. And then the final piece of the healing here is to really revisit that part of yourself. Most likely it will be your inner child. And often what has kept these really painful memories entrapped in us or these negative limiting beliefs is that we didn't really get to properly resolve them when we were younger. Maybe there was a need that we had in that moment that wasn't met, an emotional need to be seen, to be held, to be reassured, to feel safe, to be loved. Maybe the people who were in our life at that time weren't able to give to us what we needed. Maybe we didn't feel it was appropriate to feel how we were feeling. Maybe we wanted support in some way, but we didn't think we could get it. So there's something that was missing there for you, something that that little part of you is needing in order to heal and resolve this. So it's useful to reconnect with the inner child in that memory, bring them onto your lap, give them a hug, go into that memory with them. You can actually play in your imagination and have some conversations and find out what was missing for you there and what you need. And you can imagine yourself as the adult giving that to you as your inner child, reassuring that child and mothering or reparenting that child in the way they didn't get to receive. You can also ask yourself or ask this child, what learnings can you take from this experience that will make you stronger in the long run? What if this experience was not meant to break you or limit you, but help you in some way? What if there was something to learn from this? A big thing that I've been beginning to take away from this, and this is a huge realization that I had as I was unpacking it, is that I don't have to run patterns of control to feel safe. Understand as a kid, all of this was coming from feeling unsafe. And I thought, okay, the only solution is I have to stay in control. But I'm beginning to redefine what feeling safe means. I'm starting to retrain my nervous system to feel more safe with life. I'm nurturing my inner child so she always feels safe. I am doing things uh, that help me as the adult that I am feel safe which includes setting up a lot of ritual and consistency and predictability in my life because the uncertainty triggers unsafety in me, uh, doing a lot of things that are very soothing to my nervous system and, and reminding myself I don't have to use control to feel safe and finding a deeper tr sense of trust in myself and in life. So look, I've moved through that process relatively quickly. This might be something you want to revisit and listen to, but I wanted to share this with you because these are processes I guide myself through on an ongoing basis when I can see something needs to be healed. 
something's unresolved, something's getting triggered. We are being invited now, as I said to you, to dig deeper, to finally resolve things that have been sitting within us, holding us back for way too long. The energies of this year are trying to set us free. And so whatever is rising in you right now, I want you to trust it. I want you to trust that it's coming up because it's ready to be released. I want you to believe in your ability to work through this. You can do it. Work through some of the questions I've given you here and always reach out for some type of practitioner if you need further support with your healing. So my loves, that is my episode for you today. Uh, Part of me had resisted honestly talking about healing because sometimes it can feel like a kind of heavy topic. But like I said to you, the purpose of this healing is because life can hear what we've asked for. Life knows what we're destined and ready for. We are ready to expand, to grow, to call in new levels of love and abundance and joy. And so we're just clearing out of our bodies, out of our minds, out of our energy fields, out of our unconscious, anything that's out of alignment with that and has kept us heavy and stuck and wounded for too long. If you found this episode helpful, nourishing, supportive, and you know someone who would gain benefit from it, please do send it along to them. If you want to share it on Instagram, you can share it on your stories and tag me and I will reshare it with my community. Send me a DM, send me an email, let me know what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. I am sending you so much love during this big time of transformation. We are in the most potent and powerful window at the moment with the eclipses that are going on. And everything is lining up to support us to expand in the most brilliant of ways. So please keep trusting the process. Make sure you never miss an episode of Awaken Radio and make sure you're subscribed either on Spotify, SoundCloud or your podcast app as my hope is that episodes will be coming out a lot more regularly now. Thank you again for being tuned into this week's episode of Awaken Radio and I look forward to talking to you again next time.